can I drink water that's been left in my room for a week? Um, yeah, it's just water. Water's okay. But it's like half a bottle. So there's like air. There's been air in the bottle. Yeah, it's just water. Are you sure? Will I get poisoned? Unless it's like, unless it's like poison water. Wait, what country is it from? It's from Hong Kong, but it's just because, you know, bacteria a week. I don't know. I'm going to drink it. I think you should drink it. I don't think I've never heard of anyone dying from water. I did it. Well, every time you come on over, I just want to listen. I know you got some issues and I know that you just miss him. I got a fever just to see you feeling like a stalker. And didn't know I'm really good at making you feel awkward. Live from two different parts of the world. Paige, we're recording a podcast. What's up? I slept for 12 hours. You slept for 12 hours. I've been sleeping all freaking week. Or I guess I'm coming towards the end now of like the worst jet lag session ever, which is like, it's always the worst every time I come back. I'm, I'm just, yeah. yeah, I like, I, even today, I've been, I've been waking up soon. Well, actually, okay, the cool thing about having jet lag is every time I'm jet lagged, I actually become a morning person. I've been waking up early, super early all week even today i woke up like at 7 a.m or something wow and, which is great but the days are like super long and now i'm getting sleepy like every day around 8 p.m and like, even like right today I, like i was just kicking back eating dinner and then i suddenly got super sleepy and then that's why i was like an hour late in recording but you know that's like that's like normal time right normal people who have like morning okay morning people not normal people they tend to like they wake up early but they like crash super early (laughs) oh my god it's just horrible i am back yeah yeah okay anyway i'm back in the i'm back in la and wow i'm already feeling the difference of like lifestyles of here compared to hong kong and it's great but it's so different like okay for one thing last night okay well how should we start should i should i just go should i just go through the entire journey into coming back what? Yeah, because first of all, oh, first of all, I didn't listen to the last podcast, so I don't know what your <laughs> intro was about. <laughs> I haven't gone to it because I listened to two podcasts last week. So I was like, okay, I'm going to start like tomorrow. I'm going to listen to that um, last one, episode nine. So I think you should dive right into it because uh, I had a really shitty week. And as we all know, we leave the shitty stuff for later. So <laughs> we leave the darkness towards the end of the show. Yes. So that's usually my hour. <laughs> Oh, oh God. Oh, oh, did you know? I don't know if you noticed, but one thing. So I started tagging all of our podcast posts. Um, so I usually tag or hashtag it with like um, awkward and podcasts and like a bunch of other tags that we like I use all the time. I think I use one called introvert. Anyways, I started tagging all the episodes with um, INFP. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awesome! Because um, first of all, wait on iTunes or everything. Um, well, I started. Yeah, I, I tagged it with iTunes, but I tagged it onto Twitter and everything, and then we, and then we just got really- we just got retweeted onto this like um, Twitter bulletin board called "Yes, I'm a little sensitive." With all these INFP <laughs> things, and our that's po- perfect. And our, yeah, and our podcast is included, so I'm gonna re- I'm gonna repost that later. Um, okay. So that is so it's pr- pretty much a personality profile, and yeah. and both you and I are INFPs. Yes. Which what 
what what does an INFP mean? What what does okay. each letter stand for? And what is what are like so, some other famous ones? Uh, I wouldn't. It's like a personality test. It was developed for actually for companies to kind of like you know figure out what what type of employees to hire and also to figure out the personalities to see how people can best work together. And there's like four main categories. So it's uh, introverted versus extroversion, uh, intuition versus sensing, thinking versus feeling, perceiving versus judging. So INFP, we're introverted, intuitive, feeling, perceiving. Exactly. So, um, but for me, it became this really accurate personality test to like read people with because um, I used to be really, really bad at um, understanding people who were different from me. <laughs> um, so like and the person that I basically used this test on was my sister because she was the complete opposite of me, which made sense. Like I, in the end, our um, personality results were like, yeah, it was extreme opposite. So she, so she, she was kind of like your experiment. Your yeah, social experiment. So my, but it wasn't just to, it was mostly just for me to understand her as a person. So it was kind of like, how do I, and how do I like reach out to her? How do I like, because basically every, how we communicate is so different that we just couldn't see eye to eye. And since the personality tests and stuff like that, and since reading her, like her profile or whatever, um, I was I like changed the way I talked to her, you know, and then we were able to just communicate a lot better and not fight all the time. <laughs> so um, a long time ago, I think it was just my Twitter profile. I put INFP in there and I got people following me and also people like, yeah, like there's like a whole community out there. So that's a smart move. <laughs> Holy shit. Yo, cool. OK, I think I'm going to start putting I'm going to put that on my profile, too, just to, just to get more. Just to, yeah. what if the show more followers. What if the show just becomes like an INFP, like the voice, like one of the many it, voices of INFPs? Yeah, it could be like, um, I don't know, at the forefront. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, like you're the one. Yeah, I mean, you're, you you really you really like i guess you kind of judge people based on what they are <laughs> i i do okay i don't judge them based on what they are but i use it to help me understand how they think i feel like that was a really brief rundown we could always come back to this topic and <laughs> oh yeah i mean you could probably do a whole podcast podcast about that in the future which we should pro- we should probably do that but okay f- okay this one i have for this episode i have a, li- a whole list of stuff if you listen to episode nine, it began with me doing a live introduction in Incheon Airport, and so let's 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 go back before that. So final night in Hong Kong, you, me, and our friend D, we went out to dinner. Then we sat out. Then we sat. Then we went to Central. Um, we got we we you know we had a couple of drinks, good, like some good talk, um, and then we and then we had like our emotional goodbye. And yeah, it was it was a good it was a good way to end it. It was a good final night. It's funny because I I was actually in the same area yesterday, and I was just like, "Whoa, Vince is gone." It's a different world now. <laughs> like, because it was just like I was in Chuan and like I like got out of the exit and I was walking. I actually got at a different exit, but I was like, "This is like where we waited for the taxi last time," and then when we passed by, like. The street and actually I walked toward the where we last hung out those steps I like walked down those steps yesterday and I was just like whoa like Vince is gone 
this is it's just no Vince. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, whoa. The yeah, post the post it. Vince era in Hong Kong. That was just it, but it was just like kind of like whoa. Well, Continue. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so after after that final hangout, I actually went out again and I just like one I just walked around the area one last time. Um, you know Did you cry? Did no, you cry? no, no, no! Just walking around with like music in my headphones, like something. Okay. That, I always like to do that when I'm like leaving somewhere. And then the next day, oh my god, it was a nightmare because I had like these two giant luggage cases, a backpack, and my side computer case, trying to get through Shenwan in the morning. Which, if people, if you don't know, people is super crowded, insanely crowded. It was, I was exhausted. Um, I made it to the, but I made it to the airport. Okay. Um, I checked in and wow, first of all, Korean air is amazing. The food was glorious. So good, right? Yeah. And it's like proper Korean food and everything. I yes. can't believe it. Yes. So I'm flying I'm flying to Korea first. Um watched a okay, I watched a bunch of movies. The first movie that I saw was that uh, Tom Cruise movie, Edge of Tomorrow, which um I thought was gonna suck really badly because it looked like a really like typical action movie and in some ways it was but it's still a really cool movie it's pretty much about it's like kind of like groundhog day mixed in with starship troopers mixed in with a, a typical summer blockbuster with and it's pretty much tom cruise dying every day didn't they dine dying over and over and over and waking up at the same time every day until he gets like the day right and but, but instead of like like bill murray who's just like you know walk going to this regular town and stuff tom cruise has to like kill this alien queen and so yeah it was a pretty good yeah it's a pretty good movie i gave it like i think i gave it three and a half stars and then i got to incheon which was it was okay i, I got like a nice korean dinner there and then um yeah i met I, I met like i mentioned in the last podcast i was chatting with this waiter which which wow lots of talking to waiters this week like i gotta tell you it's really it's it's really it's really like shocking getting back into the mode where like waiters want to talk to the customer a lot in America as opposed to Hong Kong where like they want you to leave because it's so crowded. Um, but anyways, so it was yeah, I, I was I was yeah, so I chatted with this Korean waiter while waiting for my flight, and he'd been to LA and he was like looking at my buttons and thought they were really cool and stuff, and that was nice. And then we go back onto the flight for the long haul. Um, I saw a bunch more movies. I saw a Korean movie. Uh, what is it called? That Korean movie with the train. Uh, and and, and the guy you like, Chris Evans. Oh, Chris Evans. Oh, that movie that you were like, you have to watch it. Something like Snowplow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh here it is. Oh, Snowpiercer. Holy okay. shit! What a cool movie, dude. You have to watch it. It's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty much about the world, like gets completely destroyed over like global warming and it's like in the second ice age pretty much and the last of the human race is like on this gigantic train that goes around the world never ending and the poor people the like the scum the people on the bottom live in the last car where they eat like this really shitty jello food made of something really gross that i don't want to yeah. that i don't want to spoil and, like the rich people like the one percent live in the front of the train and so it's pretty much about how the poor people rising up and taking and like and going through each car of the train trying to take it over. So wait, so this is a Korean movie. So it's Korean actors in Korean. Well, no, it, so it's a Korean director doing his first English movie. Uh, but there are like there are two characters who are Korean and there's other Korean characters, but the star of the movie is Chris Evans and mm-hmm. um, John Hurt, the doctor. Ooh. Yeah. 
and yeah, it, it that is probably one of the coolest action movies. It's probably the most unique action movies I've seen in a long time. Okay, I might I might watch it tonight. Oh yeah, maybe. oh yeah, dude, maybe, dude, totally. Didn't tell, tell I was better. gonna watch. I was gonna watch better a better tomorrow. I've never heard of that one. Which is it's made in nineteen eighty six. It stars Chow Chow Yun Fat, and it's like one of the first like not first, but it's like a really popular like Asian like Hong Kong triad movie, but in the states kind of thing. I think that's what it is. So I was gonna watch that um, today, but maybe I'll watch Snowpiercer or watch both. Or watch both movies because <laughs> because. Because I have not had time to myself, so it would be nice to watch two movies. Nice. And then uh, the other two movies I saw was Chef, the new John Favreau movie. Uh-huh, uh, would you like? Oh right? yeah, it's an amazing movie. It got me really in the mood to coming to like about coming to LA. It's all about cooking food. It's all about cooking food, and like he, it's about a guy who opens up a food truck, which is like very LA, and mm. um. Yeah, and it was a good comedy. I haven't seen a good comedy movie in ages. And yeah, it, that that movie really got me excited about coming back. And then I saw uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's, which was like a really shitty movie. Like probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I actually, wow. I, I actually gave it zero stars. Wow, you hated it that I much. I hated it. I don't understand how people like it. Like, her character is obviously, like, one of the first Manic Pixie Dream Girl characters, but she's yeah. not a Dream Girl at all. Like, I, I, except being hot, she has, like, no other qualities. Like, she's just, she's borderline insane. Like, I, I, and, and then the guy who's into her is, like, total, a total boring character. Like, I don't care. I didn't care about anyone in the movie. And... And it, and Mickey Rooney plays like this extremely racist stereotype. Yeah, that was like yellow face, like the and that's why I was like, I remember watching because it's a, it's a classic movie, right? Iconic movie. So I watched it, and I remember like I was a lot younger at the time, so I didn't really, I was just kind of really confused, <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, oh, and yeah, I remember um, Mickey Rooney and just being really offended, and then. I don't remember. I just remember not remembering the movie that much because I guess there's nothing really memorable about it. No. Like I, I was like I already forgot why it was called Breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh, it's because like she feels good, like having breakfast in the morning, like a bagel or something, and walking past the Tiffany's window, the Tiffany's jewelry oh. shop, and looking at the jewelry. You know that's oh, okay. Okay. And for, yeah, first of all, that racist stereotype, his character adds nothing to the movie. It's just like stupid gags that aren't funny. And it's the same gag over and over. And if you just cut out all his all his scenes in the movie, like there would really be no disruption in the story. Like, really? there was, yeah, there was no point <laughs> to any of it. So huh. like, yeah. And, 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 I, and I know people say, oh, it was the times back then. But I felt like that wasn't really an excuse because there are plenty of other movies that are older than that movie and movies around that time that are classics and they have like no racism in it at all whatsoever. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, so that movie, totally worst. I don't mm. get why people like it. I feel like the people who kind of love it and post pictures of it on Tumblr and stuff are people who have maybe never even seen the movie. They just like that photo of her. Yeah, that's true. Or they see, they don't like... Or maybe they're just really simple because it's like there's really nothing going on in the movie. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you want to see a movie about weird, like quirky, rich people, you should just watch like or read The Great Gatsby because it's pretty much that same kind of feeling, but a shitty version of that. But she's, is she even rich though? 
Um, or she n- wants no, to be rich. No, yeah, she wants to be rich, but she hangs out with like society people and throws uh, parties and stuff. But yeah, she's not rich. But yeah, ugh, that movie totally worse. So I see. So I think that that's pretty much all the movies that I wa- I, I saw during the flight. Had more awesome Korean food. Um, I get back to so I land in LA. Um, I meet up with my mom. It's pretty. It's a pretty chill evening. The next day, I I see the I, well. I, it's the reason why I came back on that day. I see bit my favorite band of all time, Bishop Allen, played their first show in LA in like since two thousand eight, and wow, it was. It was a huge moment. Oh, first of all, it was super dramatic because at first I got lost. I because like so I'm taking the bus um, to the the venue, which is like a little bit outside of downtown LA, and I end up going the wrong way, and I end up and like and like with like ten minutes left to like nine p.m. when the show is supposed to begin, I realized I'm nowhere near the venue. In fact, I'm farther away than ever, and I'm like, oh my god, what am I gonna do? And and there were no opening bands listed, so I, was, I thought I was fucked. So I said, okay, I'll just take the bus. I'll take the bus the opposite way. I'll just jump on the metro and it will be fine. So I'm waiting for the bus and the bus never comes. Oh, I'm, no. I'm, wait, I'm waiting for the bus for like 40 minutes. And oh, my never, God. Yeah. And, and then like by the time it does come, I had given up and I had started walking back to the metro just sad thinking, all right, I guess I'm going to go home. Like I came out here for nothing. I'm not going to be able to see Bishop Allen. And then the bus comes. And at this point, it's like it's like – 10 minutes to 10 it's pretty much if they were if they had started at nine the set would be coming to its like conclusion oh my God. but i'll be like okay i'll just take it to the venue and see what happened mm-hmm. so i take the i take the bus there and when i get to the venue i say so did i miss the show and she's like oh it depends what band you are here to see and then it turns out there are like two other bands playing before them that that they were not listed on the website whatsoever so like oh my god it was like the greatest relief ever and i saw the entire set and holy holy cow page it was one of the best shows ever because this is my favorite band and i had wanted to see them for so many years and i felt like there was a sort of meaning to me seeing them i felt like this was like the kickoff to the new era it totally was yeah right yeah Uh, and i had never been around like honestly i have like like friends who like a couple friends who like bishop allen I've never been around like hardcore f- other fans of this band, and like, and at one point, and like they played like their faster songs and their more popular songs. But like I remember like doing their final encore song. Okay, so it was a slower acoustic song, and it's actually not sung by the the lead singer in the band. It's sung by his wife, um, called Butterfly Nets. And the, one of the other guys in the front row just started like, freaking out and almost screaming, <laughs> like he was losing his shit. When I'm so happy right now, I was like, wow, this is really special. <laughs> and yeah so i was like i was kind of like in some happy glazed over mode for like the next two days <laughs> I, I think it's kind of how you feel when you see turtle giant yeah but i mean this is even i mean it's just six years right well yeah you know, six well, years yeah they hadn't played a show in la in six years yeah. The, but, I, but I had never seen them play before. I had been a fan oh, of. Yeah, I had been a fan. You've fa- never seen them. So this is like bigger. This is like monumental. Yeah. No. I had and I had been a this fan. Is monumental. Of, I, I had been a fan of their music for like seven years. Yeah, I thought you. I thought you'd seen them before. Okay, this is like a huge deal. Yeah. I would have. Did you die? I would have died. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of yeah. That's it's really cool. 
it was it was really cool and yeah i've just been listening to their music all week just like super happy um so yeah that, that bishop allen gig best one of the best things ever probably like on my list of greatest shows ever um not the craziest show i've ever been to but mm-hmm. easily one of like the most meaningful shows just, yeah for sure yeah and it's funny so i'm taking so i'm taking the bus back home to the suburbs afterwards and i got home around 2 a.m 3 a.m it's funny not now being in la 2 a.m and 3 3 a.m feels so much later than it did in hong kong everything shuts down people just look sleepier like even i would i don't know if it was the jet lag or what but like even now like now 3 a.m and 2 a.m feel really late well yesterday i was out i was i got home at nine and it was i was just so tired i had a long day <laughs> so <laughs> yeah i remember it was 7 30 p.m and it felt a lot later but i guess it varied but also because i was like in a I was hanging out with friends in Chowan, and so I, I really think it depends. Yeah, it's like the atmosphere, right? Because there were less people out, and then I was at their new apartment, so I was, like, hanging out, and it just felt late. It was a lot quieter, so it just felt later. And I think, like, yeah, I feel like in L.A., by 10 p.m., that's 10 p.m. is, like, 4 a.m. in Hong Kong. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, 10 p.m. is like 2 a.m. And then like 1 a.m. is like 4 a.m. to 5 a.m. in Hong Kong. Yeah. Yeah, everything <laughs> just goes forward a couple hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so after that, the rest of the week, um, it's just me pre- pretty much settling down. Um, since it's not since I'm here for the, the long haul now, I wasn't mm-hmm. in a rush to like call all my friends and stuff. So I actually really haven't hung out with anyone um outside of the show and outside of like um my friend from china that i hung out with on friday one of my one of my friends that i met in hong kong was visiting the u.s with her parents um i guess for the sake of the podcast we'll call her may may (laughs) (laughs) you know what do you know what may may means in mandarin what it means little sister little sister yeah (laughs) oh well, well I just, I don't, I, I didn't know if you knew. <laughs> that's interesting. I don't, you know, because the yeah. things I would like to do with her are, are not little sister <laughs> stuff, but. <laughs> that's what it means. Oh, but anyway, oh, kinky, I guess. <laughs> okay, so, oh, I mean, so yeah, so I'm hanging out with Mei Mei. Um, yeah, so yeah, she she had been traveling. She went to Yellowstone. She went to San Francisco. I saw her pictures, yeah. yeah San Francisco, mm-hmm. Las Vegas um san diego she drove like her dad rented a car they drove from san diego to la and so i was supposed to meet them at this hotel which is like right behind hollywood and highland and Mm -hmm. um so as i'm walking i suddenly see them walking towards me like her and her two parents Mm -hmm. and then i'm like oh hey where are we supposed to meet at 9 p.m and she is like oh i have to take my parents to um a restaurant first and help them order because they don't speak any english Mm -hmm. So um, this is meeting up right after. So she takes them to a Chinese restaurant like down the street, and it turns out they speak like perfect Cantonese at this restaurant, which it makes oh. sense because there's a lot of tourists, like a lot of tourists yeah. in that area. Mm-hmm. So we meet up. Um, it's it's I, I tell her straight up, wow, it's super weird seeing you in LA, <laughs> and, <laughs> and then we end up walking. Um, so like she can't stay out super late because her parents don't have a cell phone or anything, and so it's 9 p.m. So we I said I'll, I'll show you Amoeba Amoeba Records. 
Um, cause it's like the only cool thing to look at in that area that I like mm-hmm. a lot. So we start walking and catching up and we go to Amoeba. It's really cool. And then we pass by Arclight Cinema. Um, mm-hmm. Paige, you know Arclight, right? Yes. Yeah. It's the one, is it the one that looks like a dome? It's the one, oh, it's the one, yeah. It's the one that's connected to the Cinerama Dome pretty much. Okay. Which, which yeah, is yeah. another, like another oh. theater. That's connected to it. And anyway, Arclight is pretty much a like the fancy LA movie theater where you could actually pick your own seats. Yeah, get an introduction before the movie and stuff. Uh, these movies are more expensive than the usual. They're like six they're like sixteen dollars. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. And then May May was like, Oh, I really want to see Gone Girl and 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 I was like and I, I kinda of built sort of the movie theater to her. I'm like talking about it like how it's better than the rest. And, it's, and she really wanted to see a movie in America. And then uh-huh. she, she's from Guangzhou, and she lives in Guangzhou. And she said, oh, they would never play Gone Girl there. Uh-huh. And, you know, I was like, well, we can go see it because I want to see it again anyways. Uh-huh. So, yeah, because uh, I saw Gone Girl with you um, yeah. during my last week with my co- with my coworkers. So, yeah, I saw it again. Um, and then Maymay was a little worried because, like, it would be without English subtitles. Uh-huh. And English isn't her first language, but she actually, and we and, then, and we ended up going into the movie like ten minutes late because of the food line. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, she understood the whole movie, and um, yeah, yeah, and like she really liked it, and it was pretty, it was pretty, and like it was it was cool watching it again. It was, and like yeah, it, it got the same reactions as it did in Hong Kong, like the scene <laughs> where Neil Patrick Harris, like spoiler alert, gets like bloodied up and slid up by the girl who's like riding him, the main character. Uh, yeah, well, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it the second time around. You yeah, did? yeah, okay. it's, it's definitely worth watching again because it's like, in th- this time, I I knew all the all the shocks and all the plot turns, and so it was mm-hmm. just fun, just like, you know, appreciating more story things deeply. So, Gone Girl, an amazing movie. <laughs> and um, today, um, I went to this festival in Old Town Covina, um, just walking around. Um, it felt. I'm, st- you know, it's, I'm t- it's taking a lot of. I, th- I think it's gonna need to take a, like quite a bit of adjusting being back in um the states, like being in a an American festival. Like I was like, wow, I was telling my mom like this feels so American, <laughs> like <laughs> like there are cars everywhere with American flags. Um, there's like the food's different. Um, everyone is just super mixed. Um, there was like a. What did you What did you eat? Um, I I. What did I? What did I? Eat? Oh, we went to this Italian deli and got some like Italian bread. Okay. Um, and th- there's like a band on the stage playing like country music, and people are dancing. It was really cool, and I, and I lo- and I'm loving it. I'm like, wow, like it feels so it feels so cool being back in this environment. It it was really it was really awesome. Was it? Is it like a summer festival? Oh, no, it's not summer. Like a fall festival, or what was it? What was the occasion? Um, it's called Thunderfest, so it's like a car festival, like old, like Uh-oh. so, so a lot of like uh, classic looking cars. Yeah, it was just something to do on a Saturday. We just went to, old, like, you know, it's Old Town Covina, so they have these kind of events all the time. Yeah, I mean, I don't really care about cars, but yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. there was there was some that were pretty cool, but mainly it was just go for the food, and the, there was like wine tasting there and beer tasting. Which is oh yeah, which one thing I did notice is like you can't walk around the festival with your drinks. Of course, you have to go into the <laughs> you have to go into the designated drinking area. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, and I was saying, wow, this is kind of lame. Actually, it would be nice to walk around with like my plastic cup. <laughs> and um oh yeah, so yeah, so I'm going to restaurants this week. What a difference! What a difference! So like the first restaurant um that we went to upon me like leaving the airport on Monday was just a regular old Sizzler. 
and I end mm-hmm. up talking to, like, to the waiter, like, and, and we, he ends up shaking my hand when I leave the restaurant. It's like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, it's, like, so cool. Like, everyone just, and then, and then, like, the next day, I'm going to cash my, um, my check, which is, like, my savings from Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. So they gave me a check just to cash it and transfer it to my U.S. account. And I'm just, like, going to the bank line, and the lady in front of me smiles, and then she jumps into, like, chit-chat with me until, like, we're, our turns are up. And I'm and, and at first I'm like I'm like really awkward about it too because I'm like I'm like I'm just so not used to like random people talking to me. Like I don't it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. So that was my first week back in California. I can't Bishop, believe it's only been one one week. It's been yeah it's been a, I don't for me it's been a super long week. It's been a long week for me too. So that's why I was like I felt because I kept thinking you were gone for two weeks. Really? It's not. Yeah, it's only been one week. It's been less than a week. Like tomorrow's oh. really going to be Sunday. Okay. Yeah, it's been less than a week. It felt like two weeks. <laughs> Just so much has happened. It's like, and it's weird because it's like so much has happened. It's like actually not a lot has happened, but because I've been working like like longer hours and on the weekends and stuff, it just felt like two weeks. So, anyways, you were going to summarize. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I'm actually in a really positive mood this week now. So, I do not have um, a worst person to judge. But I do have a best human. That I, Ooh, that I, a best I, human. I like that. I, I think if you have a, what is it, worst human week, you should also have a best human Okay. Okay. You know what? That's true. Okay. So I do have a worst human then. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Okay. I- okay. Okay. So, okay. Well, I mean, it's not that bad. So when um, Mimi and I were going to go see Gone Girl um, at Arclight, you have to pick your seats, right? So we, mm-hmm. go to our, we go to our seats and this couple, they're sitting in our seats. So I'm like, yeah. um, I think you have our seats. I ha- I'm on this. I have my ticket number. And he's like, oh, I have this ticket number. So he was kind of like refusing to move. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, fine. That's fine. So, you know, I just go to the usher and I tell him. And the usher gets our tickets and looks at goes to his and makes him move. So, yeah. I mean, that's a slight worst human. He, you know, he just didn't, he was being a dick. And like. That's, and, I think that's a worst human. Yeah. It's, it's like, if you're going to be a dick about this, I'm sure you're a dick about a lot of other things. Yeah, yeah. And his date <laughs> gave us like a, tried to give us a mean look. And I'm just laughing at her because I'm like, no, like, nice try, guys. You have to move. We get our, we, this is the, like, you're sitting on our seats. You should have yeah. just moved. And like, and they're all spread, and like, and like all the couples in that first row, they're like sitting in a way, so they're taking over, so they're so they have a seat between them and all the empty seats. So the entire adjustment of the entire row was like messed up, like right. all the people there. So it was like, yeah, everyone was kind of being the worst. They weren't follow, they weren't following the rules. It's like there, there's an order, and this is ArcLight. <laughs> is this is ArcLight? The standards should be higher. I don't know. <sighs> do you think? But do you think? Like, because now we're from Hong Kong, like living in Hong Kong, where everyone follows the order that it's like a bigger, like, do you think if you hadn't lived in Hong Kong, and obviously I would be annoyed too, it's annoying, and I don't think they're nice people, but do you think it's because you've lived in Hong Kong, it made it even worse? I don't think so. I, the arc light is supposed to be kind of like you know high standard cinema. Yeah, it should, yeah. yeah I, don't know. I, mean, I would still be annoyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would expect some like some douchebag people talking and stuff during an AMC or an Edwards or oh, a Pacific. Oh, it's like hey, you're paying sixteen dollars. Yeah, sixteen dollars. Exactly. Yeah, you're paying a fortune mm-hmm. to watch a movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. So the best human 
was I was taking the subway to what was that? I was taking the subway. I think it was that that afternoon to meet meet her, and I saw something that, like total LA vibe. So I saw a guy around my age, except he 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 was he was dressed like a yuppie. He was like dressed like in very nice clothes, kind of business attire, you know, typical typical business kind of finance looking guy. Except. He was carrying a skateboard and playing with a yo-yo while walking towards the subway, and I was like, "Yes, like, like this is this is this is how it's supposed to be." <laughs> and I instantly wanted to like, dude, we should hang out, pretty much. Um, and th- that that was like in a nutshell. That guy kind of represented in a nutshell of like why, I'm, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good this week. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's my best human. Um, yeah, so how about your week? Um, okay, so to <laughs> I just think it's funny because we've talked about how whenever you have a great week, I have the shittiest week. <laughs> and it's pretty much, I mean, just even today, I mean, I was, I'm, I was really excited to, uh, to podcast and stuff, but I'm like all tired. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that um, I've just been working a lot and... Um, Okay, so one huge difference is that, so I can't yeah, I can't believe it's only been one week of this, but um, we our office has a new seating arrangement. And it's it's temporary, but it kind of it basically it really changed the dynamics of like me and my the people I work with, and I would say for the worst, like people are just being kind of evil not evil okay not evil they're just kind of mean you know and then i've just been a little like cranky and it's just and i think a lot of it has to do with like i thought a lot about you know um just how because right now literally i'm the only person sitting in the back row kind of and to get to my seat it's like a war zone it's like chairs everywhere i have to like jump over things and you know so it's kind of stressful to go in and out and stuff like that and i think when you just little things like that when you're just it's just little things that stress you out you just overall become really stressed out so yeah it's been a very stressful week and um i think i had like two cries this week and i already forgot one of them wow and I was already, like, it was that bad that you kind of just yeah you purged it from your memory yeah, and I was just kind of like, I remember the, the one I do remember, I was like, this is my cry of the week. I'm going to remember this moment and, like, talk about it later. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's just, but, and I think a lot of it, too, is just, like, I haven't really had, like, today is, like, the first day where I'm like, oh, my God, I can sleep in, you know, and just stay. I just want to stay inside my room all day and that's what i'm gonna do like that's my plan and i want to watch doctor who and i want to watch movies you know and it's like i think it's consistently so basically for the last four i think five weeks i've been working every saturday and i didn't expect to work this saturday um so yeah i came into work and it was supposed i didn't work that long but then um i've gotten used to kind of coming in on saturday so it's like suddenly sundays are so precious to me and it's like if i realized you know what if you really enjoy the day and you like really you know savor the moment like you can live with i might don't want to do this but it's like you know like you can't you can work six days a week and then have one day to yourself which I don't want, of course, but it's but kind of made me realize because for a while when I was just working out five days a week and 
you know, normally and stuff, and I wouldn't really appreciate my weekends. So they would kind of fly by, and then I'd be like, oh, it's Monday again. Like, well, you know, and I had a two-day weekend. And now I've only, I pretty much only have one-day weekend. And it's like I've just appreciated a lot more so that when I do have go back to normal and have two days, I'm going to really enjoy those two days, you know? And it's just like, yeah, so this is kind of, that's kind of my perspective and stuff. And, um, yeah, so yesterday, uh, and also just, like, I realized that there's so many things I want to do, you know, like, zine, need to finish that. And then after that's done, you know, like, I was like, you know what, I'm going to start, I'm going to start, uh, like, my band. I really want to get serious about music, you know, and, like, there's just so many things I want to do. But I was like, if I manage, if I become more J, if I manage my time better, I can do all this and enjoy my Sundays. <laughs> well, that could be, yeah. Like, I guess, I guess the the proper J thing to do would be like, oh, doing all this stuff is enjoying my Sunday, right? But but Sundays is, but today is really like all I had planned was to like stay home, eat food, and then watch movies. I guess finish scene. So I'll do that after this. But it's like really just nothing and that is really enjoyable to me like i really need a day where i don't think about work or don't think about doing anything and stuff but it's just like yeah I, and i think a lot has to do with like okay i don't feel like going out anymore i'm like tired and stuff you know so i just want to do stuff that i find is rewarding which is to make more things like i really miss doing that no, no totally like i'm actually like so i guess i would i think for me one of like the negative things i felt this week was just like it's weird because I said I've been saying like oh when I go back to Cali I want to spend like a month doing nothing but I'm already feeling like really anxious but like oh I gotta do stuff I want to write stuff I want to get started on the on like like zine our spinoff scene I want to I want to play the ukulele um I need to unpack I barely unpacked today like I didn't it took me all week to like just to like I've been looking at my luggage like just this horrible thing in the corner of my room and just like knowing what a monumental task it was, it was going to be. And it took me forever. And oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think next week I'm going to like get in full, um, productive mode, full productive mode, I guess. Mm-hmm. Just because, yeah, I mean, it's been, it's been, a, it's been a fun week and I, I, I've been using my jet lag as an, as an excuse to like not do much, but I, I could already feel the anxiety coming over me. Like I got to, I gotta get yeah. back. Got, 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 gotta get back into the swing of things. Maybe it's just us or something, but it's just like we're meant. To, I don't know. I think we're really ambitious people because then there's people who like. I mean, they they're totally fine not doing anything or you know just hanging out and stuff, which is cool. But yeah, I think like because I'm just thinking, man, I need to get better at skating. You know, I need to skate more. I need to do all these. It's like I want to do all these things, and if I if basically one if I don't spend any any energy trying to be better at these things, then it's like I'm going to be less happy because I'm just kind of slacking in a way, you know, or I'm just like, man, I'm not getting to where I need to be and I want to be something. I want to, I have, I guess I, I have an idealized version of myself and it's not like idealized where it's like I'm this, this completely other different person that I can never be, you know, it's just, I just feel like I can be that person and I want to be that person. I just need to, take the steps and do the things, you know, and make it happen. And that's why I, I, I was just thinking about this all week because I think, you know, when you, it's always when you don't have something like before, when I had plenty of time to do stuff, I was like, yeah, I'll do it later, you know, whatever. But it's like the last 
two weeks, especially just being so busy and overwhelmed and starting to miss that time. And you're like, wow, if I had the time, I, I want to do this, I'm going to do that. And just realizing I have this list of stuff I want to do. So now it's like, I don't want to hang out with people. I just want to, unless they're part of what I've, you know, part of my plan. You know you're, like, I mean? you're like, hanging out with you isn't productive. Bye. Unless, you know, we're skating or unless we're like, no, it's just, I mean, it sounds bad, but it's just like, I just feel like, I don't, I just, I have to get, maybe it's the, the fall. For me, autumn is all about me, you know? <laughs> it's like, it's all about me, so. Oh, um, man, oh my God. So like speaking of like things that are all about you, like I went to like so many, <laughs> I went to so many places this week. I'm like, oh, I got to take Paige here. I'm like, I'm like planning your visit already. Like when we're yeah, going to hang I mean, out I when wanna, you're here. I want to go to, actually, I was like, you know, I'm sick of Old Town Pasadena. I want to go to Old Town Covina. Dude, that's exactly what I was saying. Cause like, cause I had, I had like went there during my last visit to LA, um, last Christmas. So I wanted to go there again. Um, mm-hmm. just something to do with my mom since like, since like she took some days off cause she wanted to catch up, which mm-hmm. by the way, I'm glad, like, I love my mom. But I'm mommed out. I'm mommed out now. Like, you whisper in, this. And you were like, she's not asleep yet. I yeah, must. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did you notice that uh, my my tone went lower? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. She might be sleeping. But yeah. But um. Yeah. So, but yeah. Anyway, we we went to Old Town Covina. It's literally like a you know five minute drive. But it's just she never thought to like hang out there, which is you know it's it's pretty much the center of the town. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool to go to. And she's like, ah. and I was like, yeah, like forget Old Town Pasadena. Like we have Old Town. And there's like all these bookstores, all these vintage shops. And I think it's more of an Old Town. Because now Old Town Pasadena, it's not, it's like trendy. It's just like, it's basically like a Glendale Galleria or whatever it is. that place it, yeah, is. It's not even a real, the- yeah, yeah. It's not even a real Old Town. Well, like Old Town Covina yeah. has like this, like if you go to the pizza place there, it's like a 50 year old pizza yeah, diner. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Like, I mean, I'm probably going to go to Old Town Pasadena anyway because, you know, I hang out with my, fa- my family there. Yeah. And it's I like to eat the restaurants there, see what's going on and stuff. But I want to go to, like, a real Old Town. And, and now knowing that um, I'm not going anywhere this Christmas, like, I'm not going away, like, a mini trip or whatever, I want to spend more time, like, doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, dude, you, you're going to yeah. like it. You're going to like it there. It's so cool. Like, yeah, that, that, that 50-year-old pizza place has, like, photos of Covina, like, in the Wild West days. Wow. And there's like this giant vintage shop, this really huge, like pretty big vintage store. You could buy buttons there, like from like they have really, really old, like they have this old Salvation Army button from like the like 40s or something. Like, wow, old postcard, like super old findings, like um, like a lunchbox of from of like Star Wars from the 70s. And did you get that? No, 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 no. I mean, no, I, I, I I'm sure, like, no, no. I mean, I, I was just browsing. This is a fun place to browse. Like. I gotta. I'll go back. I'm gonna go back at some point though. Like, yeah, I, I, it gave me a lot of um town pride, I guess. Cause like, yeah, <laughs> I, I, cause you know, I hadn't lived in Covina for a while. Even even mm-hmm. before Hong Kong, I was living like in LA. So it's it's it's, mm-hmm. it's nice like reconnecting to my home mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. So yeah, I'm and I'm already planning in my head like, oh, okay, gotta take Paige here. Gotta take Paige there. Like, you like that place? It's gonna be pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> take me to eat ice cream. I wanna eat ice cream. Oh, I'll try to find an ice cream place. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I was having a really shitty week. And a lot of it, I was kind of like, you know, it's because I, I missed you, you know? Like, I had so much shit. Like, it's usually, okay, so when we used to work together, 
I would just Skype you whenever I was pissed off at something just to vet, you know, sometimes you wouldn't even respond, but it didn't matter. It's just like you were available to do that. And I mean, this week I kind of did a little bit like on, but I had to go on Facebook to message you and I don't like doing that because I'm so conditioned to never open my Facebook. But you, have a, you have a wall behind you now. I know, but I feel like, but people are still sitting next to me and also it's, it's just been really busy. So I just don't want to like, like if I'm still on Skype, I feel somewhat like productive or like not like goofing off or whatever yeah so and also i just feel like but i didn't also didn't want to talk about too much stuff because i feel like once you left i just felt like wow well, i'm no like confidant in the office kind of thing and so i was just and i just was really i was really homesick okay so for the first time i would say since i've been here i was like truly homesick like i was so homesick and i was like kind of like why you know and i guess it's probably because you know you went back home and then you were posting pictures and I was getting all like sad and stuff like that so I was just not having a great week and then on Wednesday um my father called the office which again stressed me the fuck out whenever he calls the office because he had to call reception they made it kind of a big deal I had to run around and whatever but basically so my cousin who I haven't seen in like six seven years seven years he announced that he was coming to Hong Kong Mm-hmm. the next day and at first i was just kind of like i was just super stressed out because i was like whoa is my dad coming with him because i would suck or you know where am i going to take them you know i was just like oh my god you know like this is and especially i just got out of a meeting you know um but once i talked to my cousin and kind of who's like all right i'm gonna come tomorrow we should hang out and stuff i just suddenly just felt so relieved and i was just like oh my god it's just because i don't none of my relatives have ever visited me while I've been here, you know, I've had some friends, like, come and stuff like that, but it's just, it's been a really long time, and especially because my, this cousin and I, we're not close anymore, but we used to be, like, best friends when we were, like, babies, you know, so I start to get more excited, and then, like, when, on Thursday, I hung out with him Thursday and Friday, both in the evening, like, after work and stuff, and I was just like, wow, it's just really, really nice, like, just to see a familiar face, you know, in a place where I just feel like, I mean, it sounds weird. I mean, it's, it goes back to, like, me sounding like I don't appreciate people. But it's just, like, I feel like everyone I've met here, I've barely just met, you know? And it's just, like, I just wanted to see an old face. Like, someone who I've known for, like, my whole life Someone you're, Someone you're connected to in a, in a different yeah. way. Yeah. And so just, even though, yeah, we've grown apart, but, you know, we're talking and he's changed, he's different, whatever. But, like there's certain things he'd say that I was like wow like only if you knew me your whole life or you you've known me for so long you would say those things or something like that and there was this comfort in that and I just remember feeling so grateful that you know after you left and then after just everything kind of shifting and changing like this really was completely unexpected trip that he I mean he was only here for two days and stuff and I was just so I was just so grateful for that because I was like wow I real and I realize I miss my family. I miss you know. I just miss that old familiarity kind of, um, and I think that's why this. I feel like this year I'm really gonna appreciate going back to LA more. I mean, last year I was more appreciative, but this year it's like yeah, pretty much. I miss it and stuff. So yeah, totally. Yeah. So he was yes. he, he was the best human of the week. He was the best human. He like he made my week, you know. And like I mean, I yeah, the last time we hung out was when we were like 19, 20 years old in Taiwan. Like I've actually, it's funny how we never meet each other in the States. Like I, I, we're in Taiwan together. It was kind of the same thing where I was 
all alone and being really sad. And then he came for a week with his brother and that like made my trip and stuff. And, um, and I met his wife for the first time and, and she's going to be in Hong Kong for like two more weeks. And I, I will hope to hang out with her just because it's just like, wow, she's not kind of family, you know? So, I mean, she is, I guess. Yeah, she is family. Yeah. So it's like, I want to hang out with family. I want to hang out with that. And I think this is just these feelings. I've never felt these before, these types of feelings before. Like I just didn't really care about my family and I'm just like, oh, whatever. They're not like I didn't care about them. Like I didn't like them. I just didn't really care. Like they were just friends, family, whatever, same kind of thing. I actually liked friends more, but now it's just like, I really appreciate that. And, um, yeah, I felt. I guess I felt really nostalgic this week, and I don't know, um, but it was nice. Cool, cool. Yeah, best. Like, yeah, that totally best. Family visiting. Yeah, it, unexpected yeah. family visiting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a, yeah. And your dad didn't have to come along, which was like <laughs> yeah. a huge relief. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah, that could that could have been a that could have been a. Yeah. It's funny though because um it's like cuz my dad was at their wedding and now I kind of wish I went because they had a really traditional Chinese wedding so he was showing me pictures and I was just like whoa this is like really bizarre to me so basically like what part of the tradition is like the basically the groom has to go and pick up the bride but in that process he has to go through a I think this comes from the ancient days of like where when yeah when the groom goes to see the bride he has to go through like quests like you know like physical challenges and then you know like quizzes pop quizzes or whatever riddles <laughs> to solve because he had to do that like he had to um i mean because he didn't know anyone so they kind of basically hired a herd of groomsmen but it was mostly his like his wife's relatives and friends and stuff so they had to go to the bride's house and they had to do like push-ups and then eat like cookies filled with wasabi and then answer a bunch of riddles and Whoa. stuff like that which i thought was so i just thought it was so cool because i was like wow this comes directly from the ancient times but of course we don't do that anymore but they preserve that culture so they just modify it by doing push-ups <laughs> and eating wasabi cookies Wait. but um <laughs> push-ups and his wedding yeah and his wedding was like insane because they hired yeah, not hired but it was just like 500 guests most of who they don't know who they are and it looked they looked like they were on a game show it was just like cameras everywhere it just was insane and then um it, it was funny because he had to give a speech and he, of course my cousin wrote it in english but they're like no you have to say it in mandarin so he's like okay so he started to do it and then a minute into it he like he gave up but he also got really emotional so he started crying on stage wow. and then everyone everyone thought he was crying because he didn't know how to speak chinese which i thought was really funny <laughs> but, and then um yeah and so he was just like it was it was just insane and i was at that point i was like man I, now i kind of wish it went but i told him you know i didn't want to go because i didn't want to see those relatives and it's also interesting because he was really shocked when i was telling him how my dad treats us i think he saw a completely different side of him which i thought was just really interesting how my dad behaves around different people so um yeah because my dad's an asshole (laughs) (laughs) so so yeah um yeah cool (laughs) well do you have any more um unmarried cousins that will probably get married in a like do you have any traditional cousins that still will get married actually because the thing is so my other cousin on my mom's side, 
he just got married and he I wasn't even invited to the wedding like our relatives weren't which I was kind of peeved by but my mom was like no it's because it was it would have been expensive for you guys to go blah 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 so but whatever but anyways like and I saw pictures from his he only had like two pictures from his wedding but it looked very similar to my other cousin's wedding so I think he also had a really traditional like wedding and he also married a Chinese woman so um I, unfortunately I only have eight cousins so <laughs> <laughs> now two of them actually I think four of my cousins are married okay so you still have the whole other half then yeah to yeah I do oh that's wow it's like half my cousins are already married um so unless they decide to have a traditional Chinese wedding like <laughs> Oh, usually in the states they don't do that, so, <laughs> so we'll see. Oh, so Paige, you're mm-hmm. gonna be shocked about this. I signed up for Tinder. <gasps> <Whoa>! <laughs> because you were like, I want to do what's interesting. But okay, it's not that. And yeah, that yeah, too. yeah. Yes, but and the other thing, but. <laughs> But, um, tell me, I, tell I, me. I don't know. I feel like it's just not for me. So I signed. Oh, I signed okay. up. Um, and I started swiping left and right. First thing I did notice is the girls on Tinder are way more attractive than the girls on OkCupid mm-hmm. in the online dating world. At least, mm-hmm. fr- at least from um, the West Covina side, because I think I mm-hmm. told you before that when I switched my OkCupid to, to West Covina from. Hong Kong, I was like, oh, jeez, like, <laughs> rough. <laughs> um, but, but I just did not, I don't know, the concept was just really weird for me. So I matched with someone and then I, I just was like, how am I supposed to approach this first message? It's like I'm texting to someone I don't even know. And and then like, so I, I sent out a message and then she never replied. So I was like, this so is almost the same thing as okay cupid or at least for me so i was like all right i don't know so i, I deleted it immediately <laughs> like, yeah i mean it's uh, i feel like i'll end up going back on it because i'm gonna get so like bored and lonely and stuff <laughs> but until then i don't want to go on it's stress for me it's stressful it's like i remember when i told my sister the concept of it she was like wow we now like reduce people to just yes or no you know like just it's completely and it's like yeah it's completely superficial and but that's kind of what the app is for these really superficial encounters with people yeah, i think it felt weird to me like you're swiping people left and right yeah like you're just and it's really just to judge them on one picture so it's not about personality you know it's not about it's basically about looks and it's basically about and then it's just, some it's of the just up, and then some know? of the people I matched with, I was just like, "What the fuck?" So like one person I matched with, her picture was just like it was just an ass on the on the screen. Oh, so you said yes to the ass? I was like, "Oh, you were like, yeah, yeah, yeah." But then and then when I actually matched, and then I was and then I like then I like looked harder. Like, well, actually, this is really weird. Like. <laughs> 
like I just like I like you know when, you, when you're swiping yes or no you're going it really you're doing it really fast. Yes. Yeah. So I guess I, you know I saw it and I was like oh yeah and then and then I and then it suddenly matched and I was like wait a minute like and that was like the only photo and I'm like <laughs> I'm like like I don't know if this is for me this is really weird like. Yeah, I mean Tinder is just for hooking up and stuff. Yeah. And like I think it's like if you see it as that tool, it's it's all right and stuff. But I just feel like I'm. I'm, you know, like like the Myers Briggs thing you said. We're all about, in, was it encounters with like death or whatever? I, <laughs> Social you, encounters with death. That's that's how I see it. So I just feel like I don't want to. It's like for me, it's tiring to get to know people. Yeah, that's that's the, that's the thing. The idea of texting someone I don't know back and forth. Yeah, like, I, don't, it's, it's I, I, not, don't, I don't like texting people I do know. So it's like, oh god, it's just, it, it it's really like. Do I want to make? Yeah, it's like for me, it's it's it takes a, a lot of energy, and that's why a lot of times when people like so the last Okahuber person I was talking to, and it just kind of ended, was because I was like, well, we seem to be getting along, and for me, it's like I'd rather see you in person. So at the time, I just thought my solution to that was Skype, because I'm like if. I'm writing these long messages to you. I want to know if we get along. Otherwise, I'm comp- to me, I'm like, I'm wasting my time, you know, like writing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and in the end, it didn't even happen. So you're like, I'm already like, all right, I saved myself, you know, a couple hours. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Well, you know, I wish hmm? I'll give it a second try. Maybe like, I think I jumped into it too early because I'm still really exhausted um you're, I, you're probably I, mentally so tired yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think i just did it because i was like you know i'm in the i'm in the house in the middle of the day i'm just bored so i just yeah. I, I decided and i did i was lazy didn't want to unpack so i just did it and uh, mm-hmm. yeah and I, I just don't have the mental capacity to like talk to someone that i don't know and i'm, I'm still you know i'm still adjusting to like i feel I, I almost feel like a foreigner in my own country if that makes any sense and i'm still i'm still adjusting like to being back like I said, I was at the festival today, and I'm like laughing, like, "Wow, this festival is so American," because like, even though, like, you know, a couple, you know, before it would just be like, "Oh, it's just a normal freaking festival; it's not a big deal." But now I'm like, "Whoa!" I'm like looking at it with whole new eyes, and yeah, it's gonna take. It's that like when you like w- when you eventually come back for the long haul, you're gonna see like it's gonna take a little yeah. bit adjusting. I'm pretty excited for that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm like, you know, I'm ready. <laughs> take me away. Um. No, Hong Kong's still okay. It's still alright. I'm gonna miss Hong Kong at some point. I'm, I'm gonna miss. Oh, hell I'm, yeah. I'm always gonna miss it. Yeah. And I'll be back. I'll be back. Yeah. So this has been mutually awkward episode <sighs> ten. Uh, check us out at mutuallyawkward.tumblr.com. You can send us your best worst judging people. Your cry of the week at mutuallyawkward at gmail.com. I didn't talk about my cry of the week. Oh, I thought you cried because of the, of the. Your stress of your job. I, thought yeah, that was... I, usually, I usually elaborate a little bit more. Oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm all jumping into the, <laughs> the, the, the ending stuff. Okay, all right, you're so cr- let, me, let me, let's end this on this typical sad note. So it was, um, yeah, it was on Thursday because I was, yeah, I was just literally Wednesday and Thursday. I felt like I was going to explode. I was just so stressed out. But then I had to go see my cousin. So like we hung out and then I was like feeling really happy. And then he... Ended up because that night, 
he, it was so random because he ended up choosing, like, because I didn't know where he would be staying. I was like, he could be anywhere, you know? But he ended up choosing the hotel, which was in between my work and where I lived. <laughs> so I was like, that's fucking rad. So we, like, had dinner there. And then um, we, he, so at first he was like, I'm really tired. And I was like, okay, so, like, bye. And then he calls me a minute later. I was like, hey, can we, like, just walk you home and stuff? Because I guess... I was like, he misses me. So we uh, we walked home together, and then I showed him my apartment. They saw my cat, who I don't think he's even ever met. And so, um, and then they left. And I was still kind of reeling from the high and stuff. And so I was playing with my cat, who was not in the mood to play, but I was like, whatever. So he scratched me, and it was really deep, and it started bleeding. This is so dramatic. Whoa. And then right when I saw the blood, I just started crying. And then just because I was just like, all right, like all the shitty feelings just kind of flooded back, you know, and I just because I feel like my cousin kind of distracted me from like what had been happening and stuff. And I like cried a little bit. That was it. But (laughs) (laughs) yeah. (laughs) And speaking of your cat, he is now featured as our new album art. Yes. And he is now sleeping quietly. Like I was really worried before because right when we were about to Skype, he just wanted to cuddle. He was just like climbing over everything. And I was like, oh my God, you know, but now he's knocked out in the corner. So it's fine. Cool. You can wake him up and force him to cuddle. um, Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, we've reached 10 episodes. 10 episodes there are now over Ten. there there are over if you wanted a to a decade of episodes a, de- a decade of episodes if you wanted to now <laughs> you could listen to over 10 hours of us talking about life and about, about ourselves things, about, about ourselves stuff yeah, yeah about us yeah <laughs> it's all about us on this show it's not about you but sometimes it's about you it could be about you it could be about you you just have to you just have to make it about you yeah and like infps united starting here yeah exactly all right so until next week bye bye south china moon what you trying to prove shining like a light in the night Looks like a day, but not quite.